2: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities And dig in at HelloFresh.com Let's get this dinner party started
0: When you drive a vehicle so reliable It's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty You stop thinking about what you can't do And start doing what you never thought possible Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of In a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.
3: Sitting in a sleazy snack bar, sucking on sickly sausage rolls, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. The counterattack is back with Manchester United. Declan Rice scored his first career goal, and Rio Ferdinand said some silly things. Welcome to the Football Ramble, ladies and gentlemen.
4: Lovely to have you here. Peter, what was that reference to at the start? Uh, I believe it was fog on the Tyne. Marcus. Can sausage rolls be sickly? Depends what depends on what you put on them. Else, what s- they're laced with. Should mm. you suck on them? <laughs> Sucking on no. them? I think it's yeah. just the
1: alliteration that's caused them <laughs> it, to do that. If you
4: pop into Greg's and you see a man, you know, throtting a sausage roll, <laughs> it is likely to be Gaza. <laughs> it's, it's not right. You get to say, say, look, I respect your patronage. But please get out of this Greg's.
1: Is that one of those vegan ones?
4: (laughs) Because Piers Morgan's going to have a heart
1: attack.
5: Apparently, Greg's and Piers Morgan are represented by the same PR company. Oh, they had had some dealings. This is InfoWars. This is (laughs) (laughs) InfoWars. Jimmy Campbell there.
4: They're turning the sausage rolls gay.
1: Buy these supplements. <laughs> Please buy this survival
4: pack. I bought some... Um, what's that David Gandhi-sponsored vitamin pack? I don't know. Wellman. Oh, Wellman. Wellman, yeah. I usually buy like it a sounds little... like
1: something would say. I... <laughs> the start of a
4: story. I usually buy little um, <laughs> little child vitamins that are all gummy, and I eat them, and I was like... Like <laughs> sweets. Like, yeah, they're like sweets. Uh, and it's kept me cold-free for most of the year. And in London, that's a bit of a, an achievement. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I've seen old Randy
5: Gandhi on the uh, tube. I'm going to bag myself some Wellman. There's like three tablets a day and yeah. they're massive. So you've been taking kids ones up to now. Yeah. And now you've decided that I feel ready for adult. I've gone through but but puberty. 37 now. <laughs> definitely do the older. Definitely do the adult vitamins now. Is it working though? Has there yeah. been a notable sort of increase no, in I your No, i keep going I'm not I'm not eating three tablets. They're massive. Did you look at
1: the um, children's vitamins and on the Jarrett said, for 35 and under.
4: I can't, <laughs> have, them, I can't have them anymore. It's like a real card. <laughs>
3: yeah. Randy Gandy. Yeah. Never he looks him. well,
4: doesn't he? does look well. I've too. never heard well. him
3: referred to that in the history books. I have to once say.
4: played table tennis against him. David Gandy? Yeah, he was like playing in the Chilton Hat Firehouse, of course. And uh, he was like playing against a triangle. Big triangle. Okay. He, was, he was at pains to suggest that he wasn't just a model; he was also a businessman
1: and a table tennis player. I well, look at table tennis player, <laughs> if I was if I was in the marketing company for mm. a supplements and multivitamins, um, you know, company, I mean, David Gandhi is a great guy to have. He looks amazing. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah,
5: he looks amazing. I, I, somebody made the I point I can't that picture David Gandhi. He's, he's, he's very he's, handsome. You're the him marks, on the tube. Marks and span, Sparks pants. Yeah. yeah. In 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 the file in your head. Yeah. Attached to the term handsome man, it's probably him anyway. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, the, it's yeah okay.
1: Come come for the football chat stick around for the David Gandhi appreciation. Love it. Probably Indeed, the first yeah. mention for David Gandhi on yeah. this show ever. Yeah. I'd say.
5: David
4: Gandhi would so- sounds a bit like a footballer's name. It does. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. David Gandhi Wilson. Half in the
3: middle. Gentlemen I I don't want to drag it away from David Gandy at all, and I'm sure the listeners don't, but we do have a lot to get through. You're legally mm.
1: obliged to do so. <laughs> yeah, people, are, yeah. people are literally pressing the 15-second skip at the moment. Yeah. Where's the warlock bit? <laughs>
3: where's the Warlock? <laughs>
1: he's, going to be in, he's coming up, Marcus, he, isn't he? He,
3: yeah. he is coming up. It's all coming up, ladies and gentlemen, and it's all coming up Mike Dean, because he was in charge of Spurs versus Manchester United. That was mm. the story there. Man um, for the occasion. It mm. was a superb win for Solskjaer. Makes it six out of six. They passed that test. They did. Mm. It does help if you cheat at the test, and the cheat was David De Gea. David, David, cheating. David the Save David, how it, how David the cheating? Save uh, using his feet yeah it was a, he's not it was allowed to use his feet, was, feet anymore it was a below par gag gym um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Solskjaer has equaled Sir Matt Busby's all time record of winning his first
4: five league games I, I in think... charge
3: of Manchester United they're up to 41 points beat at level with Arsenal so they won't go down I, think, I, loved?
4: Think, I think Paul Pogba had a great run as uh, Manchester United manager I think, yeah. he's <laughs> I think he's been no less than next one he's shown his management chops do you think <laughs> he is he's a bit like John I, Terry when Chelsea got
3: to the well, they won the Champions League. Mm. Yeah. It was that season, wasn't it? Dimitri yeah. was in charge. Well, yeah. the Terry, of course. And, and proving that he was the manager, he sat out the final and watched it from uh, watched it from the stands. But Pete, <laughs> Pete, are you suggesting
1: that every Man United team talk ends with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer saying, or oh, we could just do what you want to do, Paul? Yeah, <laughs> yeah should we do that? All Seems right.
3: to be the case. I'll tell you something, wow. though. I mean, Hot off the press. Well, what an assist it was from Pogba. But this was a much more mature performance. Yeah, De Gea made, obviously, a lot of saves. But it was it was much better. I worried. on, on, on Last Thursday's uh, preview show, I, I was concerned and I thought Spurs might batter them. Jim, you seem to have a bit more hope for Manchester United and the thought that yeah. they
5: would rise to the occasion and put in the performance, and they did. Yeah, I think it's just... Um, the reason Spurs battered them before is that they were playing within themselves and they were playing with a handbrake on. And I, I just felt that um, now that they've, they've freed themselves up a little bit, they would go at Spurs in a way that, that is more befitting of, of the Man United of old, which is exactly what happened. But that's not to say that Spurs obviously didn't pepper them. De Gea, I mean, obviously we have to talk about how good he was. Like, some there have been people saying, oh, you know, a lot of those shots were right at him. I think it's like, there were so many of them though. There's so many <laughs> saves that he I think, made there. I think the
4: fourth save with his foot, he just stands up and just looks at the middle distance and goes, what are you worried about? Yeah. But he's he's fine. fine.
5: He's the best
1: goalkeeper at saving this his feet I've ever seen. Oh,
5: yeah. I mean, normally goalkeepers are criticised for it. So I know you try and get down there with your hands, but
1: he, he does it. He clearly does it Jim, because. If he if he gets a good connection because first of all, positionally he's superb, and Jermaine yep. Genius covered that on Match of the Day and two and everything. But he's positionally superb, which means a lot more. of The shots seem to be straight at him, and that's that's to his credit. That's not him being lucky. That's yeah, to his yeah. credit.
5: That's him reading the game. But
1: I feel like he he saves with his feet when he can because he knows he's going to get a better connection. Yes. If you think about your hands, they're soft, right? Mm. So if you parry. It's harder to get it out of danger. Yeah. With his feet, he can he can essentially ping it right out of danger. Yeah. Which I, is, I thought he was... Exa- the examination he went through with Spurs, who, let's get it right, were the better team. Yeah. Spurs were the better team. Mm. Uh, and the examination De Gea went through, he passed brilliantly. And it was one of those... I, I said, I was shouted out loud in the living room when I was watching it. He's a brick wall. He's an absolute it's brick, brick, brick wall. He's a brick wall! I did. I, that's that's so a good impression lip, of me. It's a good so impression wife, of me, yeah.
3: I mean, He's a brick wall! I do understand when people say that he should have made those saves. But I mean, in the same way, if a striker scores three goals and they're all tap-ins, yeah. you think, well, he should. still did it. And with the onslaught. And as well, when, when he stands up to one or two of those shots, there is a temptation to go down and try and guess where the striker's going to put it. So he, he was great. There's no two ways about it. Yeah, and it. also
5: to, to sort of extend what Luke was saying, like when he makes those saves with his feet, they always, they, you know, they don't go back into danger, do they? There's mm, no hint right. of a parry. They, 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 they You know, they're, they're knocked way, way out back into. Um, you know, just just back out of danger. No, I think it's to
3: safety. When, when
1: when when he's on form like that, I know he's had a, you know, possibly quite a difficult twenty eighteen. You know, with Spain and he made he's made mistakes over mm. over the last year or so. But when he's on form like that, and I, and, we, and we've talked about it on this show before, how all keepers at this level are great shot stoppers, and we know that. But he has got to be. I don't think he's the best all round keeper in the league, but I think he's the best shot stopping goalkeeper. I mean, he just makes saves that you think. I'm not sure if any other keeper... Would have... I'm not mm. talking about this game here, but particularly, but just generally, you wonder whether
5: other goalkeepers would make those. Saves. He's a goalkeeper that wins you points. 100%. Like, 100
3: Yeah, definitely so. Um, but Manchester United, though, they, they played well in the first half, and it was fairly even. They had a couple of chances themselves, but Marcus Rashford took his chance mm. superbly. It was a great The finish. ball from Pogba was yeah. delicious. and yeah. And the way Rashford took the touch and scored, it was... The, the the margin there was so small. Yeah, if absolutely. you'd have missed that chance, you wouldn't have. Well, he's got his fingers to it. Yeah, it was
5: absolutely um, glorious from Rashford. I love Rashford. I think he's a lovely lad and he's a, he's a great player yeah. as well. You nearly snipped into slipped into Warnock there. Yeah. Like yeah. he's a lovely a lad. He's, he's a lovely, a lovely, he's
3: a lovely and lad. And he's British. <laughs> <laughs> to hell with the rest of the squad. Um, but
1: uh, but by but, the way, do visit Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: but it was interesting. Gary Neville said that Manchester United have got their counter attack back. Now this is from Sky Sports. Um, they, they uh, in, in one of their articles or their match reviews they said no team in the Premier League has had fewer counter-attacks than Mourinho's Manchester United this season they were joint last alongside Cardiff and Huddersfield with just three Sholshire's United have had seven in the past two matches. No team has had so many counter-attacks since Shelshar took over at Manchester United. They've gone from the worst counter-attacking side in the Premier League to the best. Mm. Neville always said under uh, Alex Ferguson, as a lot of us noticed, they were a counter-attacking side. Mm. And with, with Ferguson um, obviously giving Shelshire some advice, Shelshire knowing how the run-ins of the club is and so on and so
4: forth, you Can
3: see that that sort of mentioned DNA, if you like, for whatever the that shackles comments. are off,
4: though, aren't they, in yeah. many ways? I mean, it's just the way that um Lingard was sort of disrupting play in the middle and it allowed Pogba to, to go a
5: little but the counter attacking up. can't be
3: underestimated, yeah.
5: yeah was, that, sorry, you go on. Well, I was going to say that I mean, people are saying that you know Solskjaer is just there as a caretaker and um, you know, X, Y, and Z it won't last, blah blah blah. And it, is all he doing, it, you mm-hmm. know, is it, is it just that he's bringing the fun back and the players are, are responding to that? But I mean, that, that is a Clear evidence yeah. of, of his methods being put into practice.
4: Well, the way they I- shot up shop when they got the lead, you know what I mean. Like pretty much, I know they counterattacked side, but they they really did go go for. Um, as soon as they got their goal, they were just like, "Oh, well, we don't have to counterattack quite as much as we want." But they've and, got pace, and, and Lukaku was kind of isolated by the end of the match. He was a he, bit, really? yeah. I mean, the thing is with
3: with what Manchester United have up top, they've got great pace. They've got. Bucket's full of it mm. And with with Pogba With that pass And we know what he can do With his range of passing It makes
1: sense to set up Like that as well And they're, and they're reaping uh, The rewards of it The key the key um, point I thought Gary Neville made Was that he said Ole Gunnar Solskjaer Picked the players Who moved the ball quick who, mm-hmm. who, who understand that It's not that Lukaku, Mata, Fellaini And perhaps even Fred Aren't good players It's just that they, they They're more ponderous So Pogba's brilliant at a lot of things, but he's very, very good at getting the ball in tight spaces and mm-hmm. turning defence into attack, as we mm-hmm. saw with that assist. Herrera can receive the ball in tight areas and, and move it on quickly. Matic is there for a bit of protection. Um, and Marcian and Rashford are just absolute fly machines. I'll tell you who Rashford... I'm, I'm completely convinced by Marcus Rashford now. I mean... He, If he can get a run on the team, and obviously that's another thing that Solskjaer's got to his advantage is that because he's, in quotes, a caretaker, he's not really under pressure to play mm. Lukaku if he doesn't want to. He knows Lukaku can be a streaky player. He knows the fans will get on side if he plays Rashford because Rashford's a youth team prospect and very popular. But Rashford, that finish actually and run and position he took up reminded me of Ian Wright. It was mm-hmm. an Ian Wright-type goal mm-hmm. on the shoulder, in that bit of space, um, and then the finish right in the corner—it was, like, was like a textbook
4: Ian Wright goal. Yeah, I, 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 did, I, did. I can't believe these words are coming out of my mouth. But I thought Spurs looked worse after Sissoko went off. It's like I'm speaking a foreign language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not sure all those
1: words well, he's are been, supposed he's to come been, out. He's been important. I mean, he he's, he's, he's he's done he's done very well for them. You know, of course, Trippier <laughs> gave the ball away for for the goal, didn't he? And he he's not having the, you know He's not having the best time um, this season. Um, and Vatonga doesn't look fit. They've got players missing. And Kane hobbled off at the end. I know. Sissoko yeah. went off. So it's not getting any easier for them.
3: Kane but, gets an injury.
1: But that said, I mean, Pochettino said that that half was the best half he's seen Spurs play. Now I understand mm-hmm. he's trying to partly speak to his team there to Trying to lift them. Yeah. But they, but they, they, I mean, on another day. They're winning that game three one. Yeah, yeah it's just it's, it's yeah. one of those things. You come up against a Man United team, we've got their tails up, and we're used to seeing Man United like that. We're not used to what we've seen over the last few years, mm-hmm. and, and it felt a bit like if I was a Man United fan, I'd be waking up this morning thinking, Do "You know what? I let let me dream. We've yeah, got yeah. we've got we might have our team back again." Well, Do you think
5: Alex Ferguson is secretly managing them? He's, uh I he's, th- <laughs> the, he's, he's definitely been to the training ground. Yeah, I, 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 it
3: shows you how good Manchester United are, or how good the feeling is now because they're being linked with. With England's uh, Gareth Southgate Hands <laughs> we'll off our Southgate yeah. That would be awful if we went there That would make it.
4: Manchester United the ultimate baddie wouldn't yeah, I know. <laughs> Once, Once I could... again where they were before Exactly <laughs> <laughs> They
3: need to get back to where they are uh, Excellent uh, Right let's move on to Chelsea and Newcastle Newcastle made Chelsea work for their win But obviously and inevitably Chelsea got that win And it was an important win for them They hadn't scored in their previous two home league matches They're just
4: one point off Spurs now Ann with a lovely winner. Oh, it was a lovely shot. Myself and Luke were down, the, down at were. the ground
1: watching it. We were about... 20 feet away from that goal when mm. it went in. It and also
4: Kieran Clark's header and when Kieran Clark scored his header, he's now the second highest scorer of the season for Newcastle United with wow. 3. Uh-huh. <laughs> a central defender. Yes. Um he I uh, covered Luke in hot dog uh, mustard. Yes. So and yeah. it was really Which it's not a euphemism, is that right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> f- fill in the blanks as much as you want.
4: <laughs> well, I thought and they I, are blank. Why did
1: you do that? Well, I'll tell you why. Well, I'll still we tried to I tried to steal the march on um on the queues at half time. I mm. said, look, I'll go now, I'll pop down at about thirty-five minutes and mm. get get us a couple of pies. And <laughs> and um, <laughs> the scene is so typically yeah, exactly, exactly right. And um, I said and I said, what are you having Pete? <laughs> <laughs> no and then and then I uh, didn't have any pies so I just got a, I used my I just used my initiative got a couple of hot dogs. I know Pete will eat anything so it didn't matter. So I got I got uh, got Maddies. a couple of hot dogs and got him some some ketchup and mustard and then, as he was halfway through his hot dog, <laughs> Kieran Clark scored. Mm. ever went mad, yeah. and he covered my jacket in mustard. Oh, so then we had to and use it's
3: like in that new jacket that you wear. This is the
1: best tactical analysis mm. you're going to get. Then we had to use Pete's water to wash my jacket, and then Pete tried to use his own quite nice scarf to mm. rub my mustard off my that's, jacket. But that's mm. what that's a typical Donaldson, Yeah. He's a, what anyway. That that game, <laughs> that, the game itself. The game. The, yeah. I, I don't know how you feel, Pete. And I, I, got, I got the feeling around because we were in the Newcastle end. I got the feeling that Newcastle fans were just like, oh, you know, same as usual, typical, typical us sort of thing.
3: I hope when you were in the Newcastle end, you were calling cool Newcastle.
1: Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I just keep my keep my head down. Yeah. When they started singing "You fat cotney bastard, get out of my club," <laughs> I thought, "It's all about me."
4: You were like, "I'm, I'm from Portland. <laughs> yeah, I've not actually, I've only been in London. Every year. Uh,
1: and. Um, but I thought it was a real missed opportunity for Newcastle
4: massively. I think there was a certain inevitability. I think they, th- they should assume that they get beaten and yeah. probably by that um, uh, th- th- that amount of goals. I didn't think it was going to be a, a massive rout, but I did think that uh, you know better teams have gone to um, Stamford Bridge and been absolutely hammered. Mm. Um, but yeah, you- you're right. I think um, they were sort of using by the end they were sort of using Cristian Azzo as a target man, and it's yeah. so weird. It-, it was quite weird to sort of see that-, that Hazard is used as a target man for Chelsea. But in a very different way, because his he, his first touch is so good, mm. he he can kind of play everything out of danger and, and get it to feet, a, though. Yeah, and Rondon is a target man because he's the size of a house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think
1: Rondon moved a lick after about sixty. I, yeah, I couldn't, 60 minutes he, I he couldn't believe yeah. <laughs> Benitez didn't take him off. Yeah, he took off um, per- Perez, who was largely anonymous to be fair. He took yeah. off Le- Yedden, who was willing. He was a willing runner, but he didn't make a third up. But 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 for me, um. You know Chelsea play in a certain way under Sarri, and I think I personally think, it's my opinion, I, I personally think that they're too dogmatic. I think that they, they don't play; they've got not got enough about them. I don't know if playing in such a sort of specific way all season is going to give you um, success in the Premier League. And I understand it's a competitive division and all the rest of it, but I, that's my opinion. I've said that since the start of the season. Benitez is a good experienced coach. I I think Benitez realised. That they could get something out of this game, mm. but the players on the pitch were just making, for me, consistently poor decisions. And and towards the end, when Chelsea, uh, when Newcastle were pushing, it was two one. The game was there; they could have got a draw out of it. They'd already scored from a set piece. Mm. They've got Clark, Lascelles, uh, Lejeune's a big guy. Um, who else have they got? Rondog, well, Rondog head of the, the Bucks, ball. Yeah. yeah, they've already put the ball in from a corner and they scored. Richie's got good delivery. He's not playing with much confidence. He didn't want to sort of take take players on, but he he can deliver a ball. Last minute. They take a short corner. They've got everyone up there. They take a short corner to Atsu, who like shoots him. from the edge of the corner of the penalty area, about twenty yards over the I bar. I don't think
4: that wasn't a shot Atsu's end, Atsu's end product. Oh, whether he's shooting cross. or across it was just a repo really across. But I think that was like the kind of like, well, that just sums Newcastle up at the moment. Mm. They just they just seem completely bereft of any confidence, and it's just. I don't know, man. Like They've they 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 done that exact same thing earlier in the match, and they got absolutely hounded by the Newcastle fans. They did the exact same move—the short corner. Yeah. It didn't work; they mm. messed it up, and then they did it again right then. But
1: the, the 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 Ebb and Flow of the game is really interesting because they gave Chelsea far too much respect at the start. Mm-hmm. So Chelsea just knocked it around them. But the team that <clears throat> Benitez has picked—he's got three at the back, and he had Richie and um, the Edin playing quite deep to cover, mm-hmm. and they had four across the middle, really, um, <laughs> with um, with Rondon. But of course, Atsu and Paris go a bit further forward sometimes as soon as they worked out that actually there's not that much to be scared of with Chelsea mm. the second half of the first half they were pumping they, mm, they, yeah. they knocked it around and they played really well they were at it it just felt like a real missed opportunity for me and Do I you,
4: think Chelsea are too, for me are too dogmatic too they, they, they need a, they need a formation for uh, Cardiff on Saturday they, ju- they just have to stick Kennedy up as, as a second striker with Rondon maybe and, and just give Perez arrest, because he's just, he's a two million pound footballer, you know, in the mm. Premier League in 2019. It's just not good enough.
5: Yeah. Do you feel as well, things like lumping it to Atsu and some of the sort of slightly... Um, he's five foot three. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> exactly. Some of the sort of hesitance <laughs> to make changes could be, because it's quite an emotional occasion in a sense, because it? it's easy to forget that you know, Rafa Benitez is an absolute legend at Stamford Bridge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, the and kickoff was actually delayed
5: because really? of, of the ceremony about <laughs> well, him. Yeah, I, d- I didn't
4: realise Chelsea sort of dimmed the lights. Like it's bloody yeah.
1: summer so, so and no they've got know. oh yeah they do pyrotechnics they? Oh, yeah. and all like, that crap. Right, How yeah. much I will tell you what I would have absolutely loved <clears throat> if Benitez came out in this suit and the ad is um, Europa League when there's men around. <laughs> 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 Cheers everyone. Thanks. But, for but I tell you, on, the Chelsea, for the memories. on the Chelsea side, uh, Marcus, mm. I, I I really felt like um, Hazard playing in that false nine position. Mm-hmm. I mean he's clearly the best player on the pitch and he's going to be that. Yeah. But it doesn't use him to the best of his of his skills and. I, I don't know about you, but I would I would like to see them play Giroud in that position and play Hazard deeper, where yeah. he can pick the ball up and mm-hmm. run at players over and over again because that's his skill yeah, of set. Also, Giroud's yeah.
5: hold up play is very good. Yeah. which should absolutely play into the, he, the dazzling. Feet came on for Adler. like five
1: minutes. at The end, didn't he? It, yeah.
5: If that, it was so. I know. I know you sort
4: of mentioned at the time it's probably due to an incentivized contract and you get your money if you play. Mm-hmm. But like, I just think he's won the World Cup and now he's just the time wasting sub. It's a depressing, it reminds man.
1: me, Marcus, of when um, Sarri at Napoli wouldn't use Milik. Yeah, he wouldn't bring money. He wouldn't play. He wouldn't go. Do you know what? We're playing a different type of team this week. Yeah. We're going to play Milik as a focal point. He won't do it. No, I know. What and so he won't play Giroud. It's a shame
3: because at the start, obviously Chelsea were getting the results, and you thought that <clears> some of those Chelsea players will love the old Sarri ball. They'll get more of it. They'll, they'll yeah. like to run at players and and whatnot. But you know Hazard will surely go at some point. Yeah, and, and and he's been saying this for a while, of course. But now Willian, you know, there's there's speculation around him now. Hazard might want to take a. I take a leaf out of Willian's book because William says, no, 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 I'm I'm, I'm happy at Chelsea uh, and, and so on and so forth. But William must be a little bit tempted with Barcelona, for crying out loud. Yeah. But if they lose Hazard and William then they've, they've, they've lost a lot there. But it would be interesting to see mm. uh, how the, uh, probably not this window, but maybe in the summer, how that uh, plays out. Um, I'd like to turn our attention to uh, Rhea Ferdinand. Mm-hmm. he said some silly things of course he said Newcastle are a yo-yo club they should be thankful that uh, Ashley put in a lot of his own money to the club and I think Rio Ferdinand said something like when when Ashley put in all that money Newcastle fans it should be a thank you thank mm. you um, uh, he also said fans should be happy that uh, Mike Ashley got Rafa Benitez in because they're lucky to have him
4: uh, Pete um, you know? look Rio Ferdinand is always going to be criticised whenever he talks about Mike Ashley because people feel unfairly, in my view, that his opinion is somehow compromised because his clothing range is sold in in Sports Direct stores. Bottom line is, Mike Ashley, Mm -hmm. for all his faults, he's invested millions of pounds of his own money into the club. He's given us 10 great years of football. And I agree with Rio. He should be saying thanks. And I think it's now time to take an ad break. Get yourself some Donny's Duds. Donny's, Donny's Duds. Duds. Hoodies, shorts, tabards, all with the unmistakable touch of class only your boy Petey can give you. Donny's Duds, now available at Sports Direct. And flannels. I think Sean Longst- Longstaff was quite good in them, centre-mid.
1: He was, yeah, he was, he yeah. Was, yeah. Flannels. Good to hear it get a mensch. Flannels. Doesn't
4: ever get a mensch. Flannels.
1: I'd love it to be the, flann- the Flannels arena.
4: Yeah. yeah. So
3: uh, Ashley's Ashley's coin has found its way in Donnie's pocket.
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's only a matter of time before these two <laughs> footballing behemoths
3: meet. <laughs> well, Ashley knows you got the same drinking schedule, <laughs> you? <Ashley knows laughs> <that, laughs> um, uh, and habits. Um, you, I mean, Ashley knows that you're a man of, of the people and you can lead them into a revolt, so he thought, I've got to get Donny on side. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yes, Ferdinand. What the bloody hell is he talking about when,
4: when Rio started Newcastle Rio Yo-Yo Club they weren't before Mike yeah. Ashley they were at Champions League club. <laughs> you dick yeah. like I, when he said all that stuff I was watching it going
3: Rio what are you doing Honestly, yeah. I do, you I don't do have it. to do any of this
4: genuinely though I, I think because the uh, interview I can't remember who it was preceded Jake Humphries preceded with the disclaimer that you were in the pocket of Mike Ashley. Yeah. I think he panicked and went, and the, No, no, I'm not, in the, I'm not in the pocket of Mike Ashley. As at
1: the very least, he's got to do a Jeff Sessions there and recuse himself.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't have a say in this.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, but that's the thing, though, when he says, No, I'm not in the pocket of Mike Ashley, and then
5: goes on to suggest <laughs> Sound very strongly much like he's in pocket. that he is, yeah. <laughs> like talking blabbering crap for the next five minutes. There, there was no, it's uh, the uh, maddest thing anyone said about the situation all <laughs> weekend. Well, yeah. it was. I can't was, think of Jim. a hotter take than this. It was the maddest thing. Prepare yourself. Until the Right Honourable
3: Richard Keyes <laughs> it. Rio, yeah.
1: Rio gets on the blower, little text. <laughs> Keyes, help me out this.
3: <laughs> I'm getting a lot of <laughs> flack here, mate. Re- release some chat. Yeah. You're, a, you, mate. You're, a,
1: you're doing guitar, they don't care. Just, just fire something out with you. Yeah,
3: well, he suggested on Twitter that if Rafa Benitez loves the club so much and wants to sign players and whatnot, then Rafa should spend some of his own money. Now, I'm not sure if he meant to sign players or buy the club. Yeah, no, I, he, he, he said no, both. he said Buy the both. club. And buy the he,
4: club and sign your own. Well, offers. ultimately,
3: yeah, one leads to the other. But, yeah. I mean, Rafa Benitez, I mean, even if he's on <laughs>
5: a few million quid. I read about this, He's, he has a net worth of twenty-three million pounds. Right, Mike actually wants to visit four hundred million yeah, for the club. Like yeah,
4: and I think I think it was, was three hundred odd million. And also, he still wants to advertise sports direct all over the stadium, yeah. even
5: after he sold <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, I, I, I
1: do. The thing about Keysy, there's so much that,
3: to say on it, this, and yet so little.
1: Do you know? What I, I find with Keyes is that he has got <laughs> so little. Idea of what the actual real world is. <laughs> yeah, that it's almost you could he could be replaced with like Hashtag a Richard Key. Sa- he could be he could be he could be replaced with a Richard Key soundboard. Yeah, yeah like yeah. a bot. Yeah, it could but, be, couldn't but it? But, do, it, you couldn't yeah, not, yeah, but do you not
4: think he's just kind of going down that well-worn Piers Morgan reactionary? If I say something batshit, someone, loads of people will be talking about me. Oh, sure, he's trying yeah. to keep you know himself know I mean? relevant,
3: but yeah, because because Morgan wants to keep himself relevant. But Morgan's
1: got more self-awareness than keys He yeah. does.
3: Um, but Keyes, yes, it, I think he is trying to keep himself sort of relevant and in the conversation, but I also think he genuinely believes all that as well. Yeah, um, it's, a,
5: it's a strange sort of crossover, isn't it? Yeah. Sort of is your key to live sport, Jim. <laughs> he is.
3: Not anymore. Not <laughs> anymore. Yeah. That was uh, yeah, yeah. one...
1: Uh, he was extraordinary, Dad.
3: Yeah. Newcastle have dropped into the bottom three, though. That's that's the takeaway for. No, that's going, the salient you, why point. Why do you
4: say though, like it was a good thing?
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, more the fact that uh, football, um, rather than all this uh, Richard Keys and Rio Fernand nonsense, mm. back to the football. They are struggling a little bit. Um, right, I think that's enough of that. Uh, let's go to an break and after which we'll be talking about West Ham and the Championship. <laughs>
1: was extraordinary.
3: It <laughs> wasn't it just? <laughs> that
1: take, Richard, was extraordinary. Welcome extraordinary.
3: Back to the Football
4: Ramblers. No time for emails with Man of the People Pete Donaldson yes hello to uh, who have you got here Callum from Watford I just watched the uh, Tottenham Man United game and Mike Dean is continuing to be himself we talked very very briefly about Mike Dean uh, did you notice how he showed the yellow card to Deli Alley? he didn't even bother to hold the card with his finger second and, and third thumb. fingers yeah. second yeah, and third good. fingers for nice yeah. like he was uh, maverick in the film there was, Maverick There, there was
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mel Gibson of course yes Another sort of Richard Keystock character. Um, There there was there was a decision that Mike Dean made in the first sort of six or seven minutes (laughs) to give a a corner. It was Pogba against Aldevaro, I think, and it didn't look anything like a corner. It looked a mad decision. They showed the replay. It it just brushed off his off uh, foot, and I thought that is top quality official, yeah, of yep. and And whether anyone listening here likes it or not, the man can officiate at a very high level. Damn right. And he doesn't take any egos because he's the biggest ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same way Joe Mourinho goes into a club and now I'm the big fish, yeah. Mike Dean, he he treats football players with contempt. Yeah. And in a way, is that what they need? <laughs> I would argue possibly it is. I, I mean, think so, Off yeah. you pop. We didn't actually you discuss pop. that, that. in you
5: pop. in depth. If anyone missed it, was it? It was a Bournemouth player. He sent off. Was it the second Where, yellow? I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he, and he just said to him, "Off you pop." Yeah. As he said, <laughs> off Jim you, earlier off this season. Pop. Is
4: popping getting easier? <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: earlier this season, there was a there was. I, I think I might have mentioned it, but it's always worth going over very quickly. There was a incident. Uh, in a game that Dean officiated earlier this season, where two players came together had a bit of handbags, and I'm 95% sure that I saw Mike Dean hold his hands out and go chillax, yeah, chillax. That <laughs> <sense>. <laughs> if he's using chillax on a Premier League right. football pitch patch in 20 pitch in 2018-19, you just got to hand it to me. Bring
4: yeah. in VAR to check it out to yeah. try and find out what he said. It yeah. chillax. Mike him up. Um, <clears throat> this email is from uh, Christopher uh, Granby. Uh, it is more pretentious, guys, to keep trying to pronounce foreign words correctly rather than saying them in your own accent, guys. It makes no sense unless you are actually speaking the in the other lang- language. Uh, most annoying is Luke's repeated use of coup de France when uh, speaking about the French cup. It is pronounced coupe. What you are actually saying translates to the arse of France. Pete was yeah, also doing this I mean. the other yeah. day, uh, calling uh, Arras Ara. It is uh, pronounced Arras and highlights exactly why you shouldn't try and affect some knowledge. Elsewhere, French people are still calling London Londres and uh, England Angleterre. That's from Christophe Gromby. <laughs> <laughs> where, where? hi lads I'm Could, sure can, has... I, can I comment on that yeah, I
5: think you should uh, can do Christoph.
1: you sound like the worst human being <laughs> I've, I've ever encountered yeah. mate
5: you've read some of these emails we get in <laughs> I like a French person being rude to me yeah, yes, true. That, I, that, I enjoy it it's it's so Christophe yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, more of it please Graham's
4: emailed this in and I'm not I can't, I'm not buying this sorry Graham but I'm willing to be proved wrong this is not uh, another with... FA Cup suggestion no um, hi all I tried a new pub this week for the United Spurs game two important things to report there was a man in the pub who brought his own yellow and red cards Whipped what? out the, Whipped out happen. the cards from his it, back pocket, as Marcus pocket. says, Pete. It simply didn't happen. <laughs> whipped out the cards from his back pocket when he thought Dino should do likewise. I mean, surely the back pocket is only used for the red card. Yeah, Pete. Card. Would
1: you say that during the emails on this show, you've detected generally? Now I know something always things always go through the net. Yeah, but generally you've detected. Like, you've got a good bullshitometer.
4: Oh yeah, I'm pretty. You telling pretty me you don't that? think this is bullshit? No, I think it is bullshit. But I thought I'd bring it to the table because I quite enjoy the image of it. Okay, fine. Mm, all right, oh, fair enough. Uh, he agreed to the star on each occasion and did it with as much gusto as the man himself too um, the um, box popped up, popped up on the big screen just as Pogba switches it to Rashford Skybox about to shut down press back up now the bar staff responded quickly and got it down to about two seconds but Marcus had only done his job and the whole pub missed the goal anybody else mm-hmm.
1: uh, missed a crucial goal this way um, I've I've definitely had it when I've been watching the game at home or watching sort of two or three games in a row and it and comes the reminders up come up yeah, 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 it's, it's yeah. like an environmentally friendly
5: thing isn't it I remember watching uh, it was Sampdoria against um, Arsenal in the um, the cup cup Winners Cup. Um, is that Highbury? So, the other way around. And uh, my dad turned the channel over to wind me up and he turned it back over and Ian Wright had scored. So, that's annoying. Yeah. You tell
1: how annoying that is because you still remember that.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Very frustrating. But thank you for that like, email, Griff. If you want to get to the show short, thefootballramble.com.
4: There
3: it is. Right. Back to the Premier League. West Ham United. Great win mm. against Arsenal. Declan Rice, his first career goal ever. Sammy Nazri. Yeah, with course. the assist of narrative ones. I mean narrative. Yeah. It was actually a really nice goal. It was a lovely goal. He was fourteen when he joined West Ham's Academy.
1: Do you know where he joined them from? oh Rice. Um, was it Chelsea? Yeah, yeah. Not good enough. Would he even, would be would he be in the team now if he's at Chelsea? We don't a young know player, absolutely. Absolutely
5: not. not. Jim, we we don't no know. Ch- there is no chance of that. <laughs> we do know and the answer is no.
1: <laughs> well if Declan Rice
5: wanted to play
3: for Chelsea so much, wouldn't he buy the club?
5: Yeah, true. Oh, right. and, then pick, uh, yeah. and then and
3: then and yeah. then become the manager and pick himself, Jim. Yeah. You, you idiots <laughs> up front. It's not me that you have to take that up with. <laughs> Definitely put yourself on pens. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, he said he was delighted to score, um, and, and and he said his teammates were delighted that he scored as well, which was a lovely admission because it all seemed to suggest that do, do from know, the footage. Do
1: you know what we saw in the post match? Um, and we'll give Jim his ranting time in a minute. Mm-hmm. But in the post match interview, it was Mark Noble and Declan Rice. Yes. And what really struck me was. The best side of Mark Noble, where he was genuinely so pleased, so happy for Declan Rice, talked about how hard he works. There was a genuine affection there for him. I think Mm. because he loves West Ham as well, Mark Noble. He wanted Mm. to see a young player come through and do well. It was just lovely to see the
3: West Ham Uh, brotherhood. West
1: Ham have had a great weekend because it was all finished off with goals on Sunday with Michael Antonio on it. Who I don't think enough is made of how cool he is.
5: Yeah, Yeah. yeah. he hasn't scored a header for a while. No, he hasn't actually, is he? Yeah. Um, So get that supply chain a bit of of stick from the home crowd. Actually, was Um, he? Yeah, a few. um, Few um, crosses he should have done better with, maybe. But um, generally, I mean, the frustrating thing about it from an Arsenal point of view is I I don't even really think West Ham were that good because so they they didn't really need to be.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, what it, was, you it was a
5: fairly tight game. Um, Arsenal Jack's header was a little bit sloppy to, um, to allow um, Rice to have that opportunity. But there are plenty of players around that should be dealing with that and they should be dealing with it better. But the problem is they just just had no answer to it once yeah. once they went one down with the pattern of the game. I just I just thought oh, I don't know how we're gonna. Get back into this because I mean, obviously, a lot has been made about Mesut Urzil and, and the situation behind the scenes there. But regardless of you know of whether whether you're playing him or not, that role is falling to Alex Iwobi at the moment, which is is quite quite the drop off.
1: Isn't the problem, Jim, that in an ideal situation, if Emery isn't convinced by Urzil and what he offers the team, then he has him on the bench and he brings him on for 20 minutes at the end for exactly that situation. But Urzil I don't know him, but presumably his ego means that can't happen as wants to start every game mm. wants to play so we've got in this situation where he's not even taking him in squads to games yeah. so he's got no one there to bring off the bench yeah if Mkhitaryan's out as well would
5: be the obvious exactly. replacement I, I was i was surprised that um he he didn't he didn't start Torreira yeah Torreira needs a rest though right he he's been a bit leggy of late so that wasn't yeah. that surprising to me but um but yeah, um, They it's, lacked
3: a creative spark. They really, also, really no doubt. Did. When you have Ozil there, you think to yourself, well, is he the man? But Emery mm. clearly thinks well, he is not the man. Mm. Lacazette
5: was actually dropping back, particularly in the in the first section of the first half, and playing that role. And playing it fairly well, but that seemed to sort of drop it's off It's not his the role, game, though, is no.
3: it? I mean, you, you know, they've got some good four players, Arsenal. there's no doubt about that. But in a game like that where it's a bit gritty and you're up against an opponent who've got their tails up they Mm -hmm. score and Uh, you dress like chewing gum and you dress like chewing gum yeah um (laughs) <laughs> uh, and it was an, it was a record attendance, a home attendance for West Ham as well. So, you know, the, gra- the, the, the ground was um, had a bit of a better atmosphere than, than we've come to expect mm. at, the, at the London Stadium. So when you're down a bit like that, Arsenal need a, some sort of creative spark and, and, and something because if, if West Ham don't make an error, they need that. And, and I look at the Arsenal side and I just think they are lacking that. And Ozil, you would think, was the, mm. was the man, but it's not happening really. And it looks like Ozil will be moved on some point, maybe not in, uh, in this month, but perhaps in the perhaps summer. Summer. if in the they can summer, find
1: yeah. anyone to take on this giant wage. Well, this is it, isn't it? Yeah. This
5: is the issue. And I think as well that you know because of that, that's made things like Aaron Ramsey's contract very complicated. And I obviously don't know the ins and outs of it, but it's it's had a knock-on effect of of, of what the club can spend on wages elsewhere. So. Yeah, it I is mean, a, Pay him in Fortnite loot boxes.
4: <laughs> That's he a good idea. Fortnite, Danny, he, old Nersol.
5: He Why doesn't does not Urzel join An in China?
3: Has he gone yet, An No, apparently. not. <laughs>
4: would well, be Why a he join
3: An esports team That's to true. play Fortnite. Yeah, well, you can do that. You can do that in China. Yeah, um, but yeah, if if, uh, if An uh, went um, or he left West Ham, it would be a it would be a hammer blow. Good. Thank you very yeah. much. He was the hammer of the it year was, last it was season it. as well. Yeah, it was but it, it would I be think. a it would be a big loss <laughs> yeah. because he's been brilliant. He was their player of the season last year. And they would certainly miss that presence up front. With, he gives with them,
1: with the, I, mean, I might be sort of wide of the mark here, but with the money that West Ham are throwing around now, mm. could they get an upgrade on an Altovich anyway? I mean he doesn't really score a huge amount of goals.
5: Well, I mean they got they bought him for what, twenty million was yeah. it? And you'd be getting yeah. I think you'd pay a lot more than that for, for, for an upgrade on him but he, I doesn't, think the, he doesn't score
1: many goals dude, well the problem the no it's mm. true
5: but the problem as well with Arnautovic as well is you know what type of character he is when he's motivated he, he, he's very good and he looks like he could kick on and be be something quite special but I would not be surprised at all if now he's had his head turned mm-hmm. and he wants to go to China and if he doesn't get that move his form just falls off a cliff because he's get, not interested honestly anymore. if he
1: wants to go and they can get the money get rid of him and go and get Giroud that's what I think. Don't get Giroud, Olivia.
5: he's chucked around a bit. Yeah. Don't get
1: Giroud. I mean, he'll play every so game for West Ham. Be brilliant.
3: Or oh, you could even actually offer for Morata, because he's not playing it. Yeah.
1: Why? Okay. He's That'll not playing the that much. Morata won't go. Giroud will. That's okay, my. That's enough. my take. That's get, my take. Get a big vat. Just call me Richard D. Keys, guys. But that's my hot take. <laughs> okay. Get a
4: big vat of DP and dip Andy Carroll, and he can in it, and he yeah. can be the new Giroud. Like a paraffin wax type coating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Carroll
1: came off the bench. He featured. He featured yeah. in this game. Closed it out for him. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh let's move on to uh, Leicester City. Losing at home to Southampton. Shane Long with his first goal since last April. Have you I seen would have the, the... wanted to see where that ball would have ended up had it not taken the <laughs> touch on keeper Have
5: you seen um the stat that's during the rounds? That, um... The last four goals he scored. Yeah. All been under different managers. Yeah, is that right? Nice. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like that, blimey! Um, yeah, Southampton played the whole of the second half with ten men. That is a great win for Southampton. Yeah. Down to ten men, away against a better side. It's huge, and it shows you Hassan Huttel is very much having an effect there. They are a point above the relegation zone, old Saints, and results went their way. By and large, and maybe they... Leicester are such a funny team. They I are.
1: I mean, they've got that performance Beat in Nancy. their locker. <laughs> yeah, but then they, they <laughs> lost that. to Cardiff. They lost to Crystal
4: Palace. And now they've lost to Sal at home. Well, Puel's under pressure again. There were boos from the home fans. It was a really sad uh, Puel out. Uh, yeah. It looked like he'd like been torn out of a, an old um, cereal box. I sort of feel... I sort of by an feel, old lady. Yeah. Which cereal was it? Um, uh, Crispy crunches. Okay. Uh, Honey Nut Scooters. Honey Nut Scooters. <laughs> I, I thought it was <laughs> <Marshall> a shame. 80s. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame for
3: Puel because...
4: Yeah.
3: I know. I mean, I'm sure Leicester City fans would be able to tell me why they want him to go. What do they want? Exactly. But Southampton fans, it was the same there when he was d- doing OK. I mean, what are they? Uh, currently eighth. They're in that pack of teams. that includes Watford, West Ham,
1: Everton and Wolves. Um, realistically, the best they can hope to finish, mm-hmm. realistically, is seventh. Yeah. yeah. And they're currently eighth, one point off seventh. Mm. Now, I understand no one likes to lose against a relegation Canada at home. But these things happen. Yes. For every When you're a Leicester City supporter, for every win you get against Man City, that's going to happen sometimes. Everyone, for 90% of clubs around the country, you're going to get those kind of results. Mm-hmm. I just don't think... I've yet to have a convincing argument from a Leicester City fan about what they expect. and Because to me, it doesn't even look like... I suppose you could argue they could score more goals. I mean, they've only scored 26 goals this season. Well, but... t- the
3: lowest scorers in the top 10, but they have the fifth joint best defensive record in the league.
1: But forget the top 10, though, Marcus, to be fair, because the top six are miles away. Yeah. That's miles away. So you, I don't think you, it's realistic to compare them against a Liverpool-Man City-Spurs, man City, Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal, united to have a goal score. Now, mm-hmm. I said top
3: 10, not top 10.
1: Uh... I, I know, but th- okay. those teams are included in the top okay. 10. Leicester City won the league a few years ago. We all know that. We all enjoyed it, but I don't know if that should really be informing people's opinions. But
3: this, happen, isn't isn't but this happened. With, but what do they want though? Well, this happened with with Puel at Southampton. Hmm.
5: So hmm. it's a similar it's because thing he, to, because he's very quiet. I it's think really, it's. Do you think it's just they're not enjoying the football as much? Well, it you has know, to the be some, isn't,
3: it has to be something to do with that. Definitely, because as I say, Southampton had that. Yeah. So
5: I yeah uh, I know what you mean with I mean. I think Leicester are so used to things being an absolute roller coaster yeah. that like Cloud Puel who was sort of like the absolute epitome of like a, you know, a safe pair of hands that was steady as shit you like they're just like, relegation no, were, yeah exactly maybe, they, maybe they would rather the title. that yeah perhaps I, I, I don't know but do, what about... you, do you
1: guys not sorry Mark do you guys not see it as a, as, a, as a similar situation to what happened with Stoke City under Tony Poulis it was like we're finishing whatever we're finishing every season and we're staying in the Premier League but we don't like going to watch the Tony Poulis teams so we mm-hmm. want to change the manager yeah, no, I think they might have done that, and now they've been relegated.
3: Well, the difference is, Beulah was there for a long time. But yes, I, I know what you mean. I, I do know what you mean. But it's, it's
1: not an easy thing, is it, to stay in the top eight of the Premier League and not. play great football?
3: I yeah. agree with you. I totally agree with you. Um, but Southampton, though, they are they are on course uh, now to to stay up because they're out of the relegation zone. Can they pull away? Newcastle obviously lost. Fulham lost. Cardiff and Huddersfield drew. So results did go Southampton's way. I think you'll mm. agree, gentlemen. <clears throat> uh, although, of course, Huddersfield denied a penalty.
1: What was the big talking point from the Cardiff game?
3: Uh, well, it was before the Cardiff game,
5: wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was old, uh, yeah. old Neil Enoch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: the
3: Enoch,
5: yeah, Neil Warlock power.
1: When, when you, yeah, when you see and hear what he said, and you know, you can get into the politics a bit or any kind of stuff, because it's not a type of show. But when he's saying that. With everywhere emblazoned in the shot visit Malaysia. Yeah. I mean it is like thicker bit stuff. And a dressing
3: room like full of people from everywhere.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
3: To hell with the rest of the world. (laughs) To (laughs) to hell with
5: the rest of the world. I mean that seriously, yeah. 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 I mean that is
3: absolutely extraordinary, isn't it? It is, Des. It is extraordinary. (laughs) I I understand I understand that everybody is 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 frustrated and laughing and all all the other sort of emotions about the Brexit deal, and we don't need to go into that. Um, but I did think to myself Worn up. What he's doing?
1: Well, and the thing is, and rightly or wrongly, people who who have that type of attitude would be portrayed as older men who are wine, right? And <laughs> and so to that extent, it fits the bill. And I'm not I'm not passing opinion on that, but that's generally how how they're typified. But you think that someone who spent his life working in such an international sport, mm. in such an international environment, mm-hmm. would have a bit more of a nuanced take on it than yeah. that. But then, having said that, I've seen his teams play football, so maybe yeah. maybe nuance isn't his strong suit. <laughs> I mean, he tries
4: to make all of his players, whether they're foreign or English, play the English way, yeah. so it's fine.
1: Play the English way circa 1990, <laughs> before the World Cup. Damn
3: right. <laughs> Damn right. Let's go down to Neil Warnock's own old, old stomping ground championship. Leeds United. They beat Derby County. Naughty, naughty Leeds. Uh, <laughs> espionage. you're Ellen oh, Rose. Brilliant. Um, yeah, the club made a formal apology to Derby after <laughs> they spied on Derby's training. Uh, in the build-up to this match. Frank Lampard said the police turned up at the training ground. There was was a man looking over a fence or something like
0: that.
3: Uh, Bielsa wonderfully admitted that he sanctioned the spying. He said it was all his fault. He said that uh, without trying to find a justification, I've been using this kind of practice since the qualifications for the World Cup with Argentina. Uh, Pochettino thought it wasn't a big deal and said it happens all the time in Argentina, coming to the aid of his own countrymen there.
1: Reports suggest that Bielsa... Strong armed his daughter's boyfriend into doing it for him. That's <laughs> exactly right. Is that who ah, is? he was? Is? Yeah. yeah. yeah that is I think magnificent. I was, I, and I think his son in now a manager. I think he might be the youngest manager in Argentina. Right.
5: I was hoping it was like a new relationship and this <laughs> was a test. Yeah, right, here's what you're <laughs> going to have to do for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think, I mean.
1: <sighs> I, I think people, I think there's been a lot of hand wringing and a lot Sanctumani, of over yeah, the yeah. top. Stuff about this. I mean, mm. I was saying to you guys before we came in. You go to—it's not the case now, actually. But you go up to Carrington, where City and United share their training ground. You used to be able to walk a, on a public footpath right past where City trained, and that—in fact—that's how that Balotelli fighting on the training ground under on the, on the Mancini thing got into the papers because everyone could just watch it. Um, so it's definitely a history of it. And I, I also believe that in Europe, and, and from what um, people are saying in South America, it happens as well. I don't know if it's the worst thing in the world, really. I, 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 there's I, no, for, for a fact, there's no law against
4: it. Well, there's nothing to stop well, it's, you. well, you have a responsibility to protect your own training gown and your own. training. Yeah, but, but you
1: know. But the other thing about it, Pete, is just and
4: wear different masks. The
1: idea, the idea that, um, yeah, well, the <laughs> idea, that, yeah, the idea that coverage on on Sky for the ahead of the game on the Friday night with Keith Andrews and someone else in the studio, I forget who it was, they were going way over the top about it. And It's almost a bit, like, you know, it's in the spirit of the game. You got, to, you shouldn't be cheating. Listen, we we all love a game where we watch it every week. Where people throw themselves on the floor to try and get a decision, try and get away, call every decision they can, even though I know it's not theirs. They walk over the other side of the pitch to waste forty five seconds when they're being subbed off. No, the spirit of the game is essentially meaningless, really. If you want to drill down into it, you know, I, I think it's been the reaction to it has been way over. I don't know how you guys feel. To me, I think you would
4: be surprised. Um, I don't think anyone would particularly be surprised to learn that. I reckon most clubs have leaks in their thing. Like, say a championship coach. It wouldn't Watch shock you me. What's on? Fifty case. grand, sixty grand a year. If you want to make an extra twenty grand a year, and just you know, and just tell all and sundry what the hell's happening in your in your dressing room. I, I would not be surprised that, 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 if people were on payrolls of other clubs. I would just would not be surprised. I'm not saying that that's definitely the case. I just think that... I don't know about payrolls. How would that, that even
5: work? It's gone a bit Info wars again. Yeah, I was yeah. going to
4: say, I, think you, I understand the, the sort of yeah, where you begin. I'm not
5: agreeing where
3: you
4: finished. There will be malls. There will be malls in dressing rooms. That's all I'm saying. In in in, in most clubs of, around about that level. Tim Folle Tim four Hat. <laughs> and there's a great book. What have you been think,
3: reading do you like think, John Lacare?
1: What do you think about it? I, I
3: think it's a bit naughty to to, yeah. to spy, but as you said Luke, some of these training grounds can be quite open. That, um but yeah, I suppose you do that on the premise that people aren't going to come and, and I mean there was a story in Italy wasn't there? I think it involved Sampdoria, I can't remember if they. Uh, anyway, it was a story in Italy where uh, someone was caught up in the the hills where the training ground was. There's a sort of a hill with forest uh, nearby. Mm. And this guy, has got a great picture of it where he's wearing camouflage gear and he's caught red-handed doing it. Mm. So clearly this is seen mm. as, as a bit of a naughty thing in, in other parts of the world as well. Uh, is it a big deal? I mean, what, did he spy them on the Thursday? The game was on the Friday night? I mean, just, is just start, that really gonna? Is that just, gonna change? Just start putting your star striker. What, what, in well, like, on, a is cast that gonna something.
5: change Beal's opinion enormously? You Apparently, know, he's been doing it every game. But though. isn't yeah. it okay? Isn't it in a sort of moral sense? Isn't it like playing poker and trying to sneak a look at someone's cards and then just going, Ehh. Well, if you don't defend your cards well enough, then I think I it's, what you mean.
3: Yeah, I think it's one of the things. If you get caught doing it, it's it, it is a little bit embarrassing. But I don't think you should bring in all these sanctions. Uh, I, I just, I just and, feel,
1: I just feel like. There are laws of the game, right? The laws of the game exist. We all know them, and you you know to a certain extent. Referees interpret them. We talked about that before. Mm. But if you're going to go down the road of talking about in quotes the spirit of the game, gentlemanly conduct, all that kind of stuff, then you need to turn your 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 opinions inwards and look at your own team Mm. because every single player. I remember being as a kid, you know, being told, you know, if the referee's not sure, he's going to give it to every shouts the loudest, Mm. and being openly told to try and appeal for things that weren't Mm. for me. Everyone does that all the time. We saw it at Wembley yesterday. You know, who was it who came off Jesse Lingard I can't yeah, remember maybe, maybe. might have been Pogba walked all the way over the other side yeah, of the pitch because yeah, yeah. he knew he was getting subbed but off I mean, to... that's not in the spirit of the game if you're going to go down that but road but often,
3: often people talk about the spirit of the game in this country will then listen to as we have done somebody like Terry Butcher telling the stories when he was playing for England the referee turned his back and he's You head-butted an opposition player and caused this guy to actually bleed profusely from his forehead and obviously the whole room kind of chuckles and and Butcher tells it in a certain way and don't get me wrong the way he tells the story is amusing but essentially essentially he said oh I've committed probably what would be classified as GBH against some bloke but no one ever questions that
4: in the spirit of the game would, Would
1: we send Pete Donaldson to the offices of Football Weekly to get a steer on their running order? Yes, we would. Yeah, like,
4: I look like everybody in the world. They wouldn't even know I was there. Exactly. That's true. You right. are the archetypal yeah. spy for another club. Mm, I
1: know. Your feedback would be confusing.
4: It would be difficult to <laughs> head of target, but you would get the job done. Well, there were definitely players. Uh, they were running around on the pitch um, <laughs> yeah. and uh, stretching. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, and funnily it, really. enough, over there they've got an oval shaped ball. <laughs> <laughs> You've they're gone gonna, to the wrong
3: place again. Gonna, not the Falcons. <laughs> yeah. They're going to
4: confuse us again with that. But yes, Leeds move four points clear at the top of the league. With I mean, I mean win. the res- I mean the actual match itself. I, I don't care how much spying was happening. Yeah, they got well and truly. What it, about outclassed. Jack Clark for Leeds? <laughs> to be
1: fair to Frank Lampard, he did say he look, did, We he can't did. use that as an excuse. We were terrible. To he
3: that. would. He would piss he you off. Really if, crestfallen, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he would piss you off if another coach was spying on your. He on your he, he made quite a
4: good though. speech before the match as well. He said, "Look, whatever happens, when when yep. when lose or draw, I, I think it's dreadful." Blah blah blah. And He should be strung up. We like old lads. What about Jack Clark though
3: for Leeds? Yeah, eighteen looks very exciting. He does look very. They've got a lot of good young players. mm Hmm. They have a lot of good young players no, and we look forward to maybe seeing them in the Premier League next season.
1: Mm.
5: Mm.
3: You're going up, Leeds
1: fans. Well, I think Leeds oh, fans... I, think, oh, I enjoy
3: think your, your week on, on Twitter.
5: Twitter.
1: Um, I think Leeds fans think they're going to get a points deduction and therefore not go up.
5: Yes. What, because of the, the spying?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, which oh. I think is is, is fanciful. Yeah, that, so personally,
5: I, I, mean, I don't, don't like I,
3: I don't think that. Reading beat Nottingham Forest two 0 Important win for Reading. I talk has departed ways with the club. Martin O'Neill at the time of recording hasn't confirmed it, but he looks set to go back to his old side. About twenty
1: years too late. Yeah, they've all been waiting for this to happen. Ed, the whole of Nottingham has been on the holding pattern for Martin O'Neill for years I'd love to know what Forrest
3: fans are thinking at the moment there was speculation for a while about Karanka he was told by the club that they needed to be in the playoffs by the end of the year they were seventh Uh, many of the fans seem to want him to stay and they did spend a lot of money for Forrest I understand that and I and there was there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that I think at the moment that we're not too sure about there was clearly a falling out and there was because he left he wasn't he wants to Mm.
1: talk of him wanting to go and assist Mourinho in Mourinho's next job
3: Oh, is that that's right? That's the talk. Oh, that I don't right? know it's true,
1: but that's what people have been saying. for punishment. Weird, but
3: Forest fans were certainly, or oh, some of them certainly, were were sad to see him go. And the last time Forrest completed the whole season without a change of manager was in uh, 2010, 2011. That yeah. is dreadful. Every, is candy, every candy, every county. I mean, you're talking, talking about 20 years too late. On, on on that basis, I fancied a bit
4: of Frankie Clark. But why, yeah. Where <laughs> is he? Where <laughs> is, we, is he, Peter? You're our we, Frank Clark correspondent. Where is he? I've not seen him. All right. Um, why didn't like Jokanovic or um, Carvajal fancy, or even get the? Well, maybe get, they get did. the offer. I, yeah, can't, I can't figure that out Martin O'Neill O'Neil knows O'Neil? the Forest DNA he's one of Nottingham's <sighs>
1: Forest' favourite sons O'Neil. he knows mm. the DNA of the well, club
4: it used to be the murder capital of uh, of Great Britain so Ooh. solved some crimes loving it oh he likes that doesn't
3: he <laughs> yeah. uh, not murder um, The, uh, <laughs> the investigation. Yeah, yes offer. exactly yeah, we yeah. should make that very clear uh, Hull Mud City O'Neill Hull City beat Sheffield Wednesday 3-0 the last time they lost in the league oh, Hull City was on the 24th of November they've won their last six are they going to be the championship side that goes
5: on the mid-season surge Jim Campbell I put it to you well, it looks like it based on that form, doesn't it? It does. Yes. Got, I think whole, um, you know, having had a couple of stints in the Premier League as well, they now do you remember they came up and it was it was mad. Yeah. yeah. Like when Wigan came up, I think they now believe oh, that yeah. you know they've they can they can do that. I think that, something like that. If you get a, a run in the Premier League and you stay up there, it changes something about the mentality of a club and it, and it, it mm. gives you a real lift in this sort of running. certainly does. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like
1: it was only three or four months ago we were openly mocking James Horncastle for Hull City being terrible now they're really good they're doing alright <laughs> around so fast Jared, Jared enjoyed,
4: Bowen is doing very well for them at the moment I enjoyed um, uh, the chef web manager um, Steve Agnew saying uh, the third goal killed it off well it was 30 minutes from time so yeah probably <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think Hull City they're enjoying
3: their, uh, their uh, Nigel Adkins diet aren't they uh, the big time no carbs <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ipswich Town got a win we've been quite disparaging uh, of Ipswich Town a little bit in the fact because they're that an awful football team there's that as well and they haven't won the derby for, for goodness knows how long but they got a good win against Rotherham United it was a big win for those tractor boys well they oh, needed
1: it didn't they because Rotherham was uh, one place outside the relegation exactly
3: yeah. only their third win of the season Ipswich Town <laughs> 27 matches Bad, isn't three it? wins after 27 league matches
1: and Paul Lambert in charge
3: Lambert's lads are seven points from safety can he do it the silence speaks no, volumes, no, ladies and, no, and no, gentlemen. Not. <laughs> They're awful. Sad
4: to see. It's not a laughing matter either. Why are you casting your yeah. net for that
3: nonsense? I'm certainly not doing that anymore. All right, let's go to an ad break, and after which we're going to mention Sol Campbell. See you in a moment.
1: I can't wait to get out of them. If I'm honest, I think we'll be far better out of the bloody thing, mate.
0: and to hell with the rest of the world. EU is not perfect. Was not perfect. Is not perfect. Will not be perfect. But it's the best idea we had so far.
4: It's the best idea we had so far. Differing
3: Ever. opinions from very differing men. Uh, the previous show sponsored by Bet Three Six Five will be with you on Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so we all look forward to that very much. So indeed, and of course we need a new better. So get your emails in. Um, League Two. Grimsby Town nil, Macclesfield two. Another win for Big Soul. Another <laughs> he's a soul win. Soul man. He is. They're three points from safety. Although Yeovil have two games in hand. But Andy Cole is set to team up with Campbell at Macclesfield as a strikers coach. Yeah, he's in a couple of days a
4: week, isn't he? Yes, Outstanding. that's
5: right. Outstanding. That was his song, wasn't it? it? Was yes. <laughs> back, when, back when footballers released songs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: and that was when he first unveiled himself as Andrew Cole, I believe, is that is that right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. But in seriousness. It's great to see him working yes. again. Yeah. Andy Cole he's had a very difficult time post-retirement, mm-hmm. and to see him back doing uh, doing what he loves to do is great.
3: He's
4: had a level uh, transplant, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. what a load of
1: experience yeah. he's got for, for a club you know, the size of Macclesfield. It's fantastic to have sole Campbell soul. It's brilliant.
3: I want Macclesfield to fly up the table. Absolutely. A little bit more money. If yeah. they get promoted and all that rest of it, another big well, name. coming. in. I mean, let's
1: make it absolutely clear. They're not going to get promoted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is not going to happen. Sol's there for the long run, isn't he? I hope so. I really hope he does well. I, I, I hope, hope he gets in, them out on in it. In like
4: October and November, they were getting pumped like 4-5-0. and five nil, like yeah. eight, Or 5-1. And, and 12 points from 19 it was. Now it's 11 from 8. Yeah. It's good, man. It's, it's very good. And a
3: I know, I know away win as well. For mm. a side of it down there, any any points on the road is, is big. to win away from home and keep a clean sheet, you know. and that is not a great
1: indication... But I remember back in September, them getting hammered by West Ham in the League Cup. Was it? Yeah. And they looked, I mean, I know, they got, I think they've got to be 8-0. Mm-hmm. I know I know, I know. they're a League 2 team and West Ham are a Premier League team. But similar to what you're talking about with Burton, um, you know, there are ways of going about things. I know it's easier said than done. But at that point, you were like, oh, God. Um, but you know, Big Soul's given them a lift. I, I'm, I like, I'm sad that a player, a player of his experience and of his... Um, of his, uh, yeah, of his experience and his talent that's had like to go so far down the pyramid to, to, to get a management job but good on him for doing it it's not easy down there if he gets some out of it good on him that's what I say damn right
3: damn right and now ladies and gentlemen we end the show by opening the WhatsApp group you got a little jingle for that Pete?
2: WhatsApp
3: for God's sake welcome to the WhatsApp group does that everybody. change every week? no is that the same as last week? Uh, yeah. I
1: put four non-blondes in there. Four
3: non-blondes. Mm. Poison in my messing mind. in your mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, just the one story because it's such a wonderful story. Um, uh, Kazuyoshi Miyura, a.k.a. King Kazu, the former Japan international has signed a new contract with his Japanese second-tier side, Yokohama FC. What's the big deal about that? He's 51 years old. Yeah. yeah. The old one-year extension. We don't give up we don't give 50-year-olds two years, we'll give you one year. You get the
1: impression now that someone's <laughs> gonna. Like the Arsenal to, policy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: You get the impression now someone's gonna have to retire for him. I think no, so. It's almost yeah. like he doesn't know that he can stop. It's so good. I mean, he, he broke Sir
3: Stanley Matthews record in 2017 becoming the oldest professional football player to score a goal. <laughs> He, now we often see players in the twilight of their career finish international
1: football yeah a bit of James Milner a bit of Jamie Vardy
3: make sure to extend your, your mm. playing career he, mm. he quit international football 18 years ago <laughs> <laughs> and one thing that's very un- impressive stats eighteen cap, 89 caps and 55 goals
1: and one thing that goes underplayed about King Kazu <laughs> and why he's maybe not so much of a household name as we'd expect yes. is because he fired Japan to World Cup 98 mm-hmm. and he scored loads of goals in the qualification and then he was left out of the squad yeah, controversially yeah. And so I think it perhaps because that 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 World Cup was so great, mm-hmm. um, perhaps if he had featured in that World Cup, yeah, it would have been it would have been a different story. Yeah, yeah.
3: and of course he wasn't there. He would retired when two thousand and two came along. Uh, I but mean, yeah. by the
1: way if you're still good enough to play professional football now yeah. you should have played in 2002 no it's a bit of a shame
3: but there we are he only played nine league matches last season all coming off from the bench but when I say only I mean he is in his 50s so it's, it's rather impressive I like this though he said I think I want to go face to face with football and go to daily training with maximum power
1: good for him that's, because, that's a yeah.
3: definite like translation though isn't it yeah it, yeah, is, it is
1: It when, is. when I read that thing about him in 98 I was angry because Japan in that World Cup I checked they scored one goal
4: I know get him in there he's still playing
1: at 51
4: <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was playing in, at, at Santos and Palmeiras at like yeah, he has a fascinating career. He, he, yeah, he went th- straight to Brazil at fifteen. He's he's moved 19- he yeah. moved on his own. He moved on his own. He
3: was born in 1967, the <laughs> summer of love. Love wow. it. I mean, there you are. But yes, he, he started his professional career in Santos for Brazil. he's played in Italy, Croatia, Australia. Remarkable. Mm. He's outlived like leagues.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By goodness, uh, King Karzoo. Still play football. Mm. Love that, ladies and gentlemen. And that is where we're going to end the show. Thank you very much for listening to The Football Ramble. It's been a bloody pleasure. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Bye. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Go thank yourself. I will do. And (laughs) thank you, ladies and gentlemen. See you soon. This
0: was a Radio Radio Stakhanov production. (laughs)